I can't tell you how many times I sucked it in and I was like, man, this is some good shit. You like money and sex too? We should hang out. Welcome to Movie Mugging, the father and son podcast that would like to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas. And Happy Holidays. Uh-huh. You gotta be inclusive. That's true. That's why people are not Team Vince. Because I'm... Team Jack. I'm caring. Okay, well, I'm not so... vulgar. Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus, Happy Satanic Holiday, <laughs> if you are, are doing the opposite today. Uh, you know Wait, what? What if, if he... Because Christ, Christmas has Christ in it. Okay. So how would you remix Christmas, but you replace Christ with... Lucifus? Satanismus? Lucimus? Satanismus? Uh, yeah, Satanismus. Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. T-shirt idea. (laughs) Satanismus. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 213. Wow. You know, sometimes it, it just uh, it just hits me, and I'm like, dude, we're in the fucking 200s. Yeah. You know, four full years of doing this. It, it's like, it's a lot. It really is a lot. It, Every time you say a new episode number, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. But when you really think about it. It's like, yeah, that's that's a lot of time that's gone by. It is. It doesn't feel like we started this when I was 18 and a half, you know? Time flies when you're having fun. And now I'm 23. Mm-hmm crazy it's gonna feel the same way when we do uh father and son unfiltered mm-hmm. as well i'm 40 god imagine your voice my old old man voice <laughs> o- old fat voice you know i don't even know what i'm gonna say when we do the father and son unfiltered you know after after the theme music plays i like i i, I don't know what i'm gonna do well, yet and get uh, to thinking yeah it comes out next month is yeah. the uh oh, we got debut. plenty of time for you to mess it up and try all sorts of things and no it like we should have our shit together. We've, we've been a podcast for four plus years. You know, we should come out just professional and everybody's like, wow. Well, not all of Steven Spielberg's movies are good. I thought you were going to say Steven Seagal, but then you uh, were like, everything's bad. About you were like, I, I can't say not all of Steven Seagal movies are good. Yeah. So you changed that mid sentence. No, Steven Spielberg. Cause oh. I'm like, who is like the biggest name director? And he like, or there's like Stanley Kubrick or Kubrick, whatever. Yeah, he did. Oh, I don't know. I don't know act or directors. Yeah, Michael Bay. He did like the Transformers. Yeah, the explosion guy. Um, Spielberg is ET, right? Yeah, and like yeah. a bunch of like eighties, nineties yeah, classics. Ra- Raiders of the Lost Ark is, okay. is Spielberg. Yeah, he he was a uh, huge in the eighties. Um, you got John Hughes who did all the Brat Pack uh, kind of teeny romantic comedy type thing, 16 Candles, oh, Breakfast okay. Club. Yeah. Uh, of course, you got the great Quentin Tarantino, which I was watching, um, fuck, what's it called last night? Who's in it? Kurt Russell, Death Proof. It's a- uh, Tarantino? Yeah, they did, he and Robert Rodriguez, I think, got together and they did, it's called the the Grindhouse uh, oh, feature or something. And um, yeah, one of them is Kurt Russell and he's a stuntman Mike. And he basically, I think, follows around girls and like hits them with his car or something. Okay. But I love the Quentin Tarantino dialogue to a point. Because sometimes he can 
Yes. What you would say, like out Quentin Tarantino himself. Yes, okay. yes. There, there was a scene when these three, uh, no, four girls are in this car, and Kurt Russell's kind of keeping an eye on them, and they're just talking and talking and talking and talking and talking, and and nothing's really being said. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> I don't really know very many movies by him. I know was that from dusk till dawn because he sucks on her feet. And he's a foot fetish guy. Yeah. So, you know, he, he casted himself to do that. Well, there was a scene. A little weird. In the movie last night where a girl was laying down on the back seat and had her feet hanging out the window. And Kurt Russell went up to him and kind of tickled him. And then mm. he licked his finger and touched her toe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. Feet do nothing for me. Keep, keep, yeah. your, keep your socks on. There, I, I don't a, need to see them. I think feet are a neutral thing unless there is something happening. Like <laughs> mom's dad. Like oh, I black you... toenails and foot fungus that he's had is literally as long as I can remember because whenever I was a child and you get a piece of computer paper and you fold it in half and you get the fucking pipsqueak markers and you make a card as a gift for people, I was at that age and I drew him on the front because I guess it was his birthday and I drew him with no shoes and black and yellow toenails. I remember. And then mom made me <laughs> color over it with a black marker for shoes. Like it's, they're powdered. It's most of the time they weren't powdered. It's just his feet are horrible. As long as the foot is just normal, it's not going to do anything either way. It's just going to be a neutral thing. You know, they don't gross me out, but if they stink or have foot fungus or toe jam or something, then yeah, I'm going to be grossed out. You know, the foot can be sexual though. Let's just say you're somewhere and, uh, you're sitting across from from somebody, and they just kind of put their foot up in your crotch and start kind of yeah, like rubbing doing some footsie yeah, shit. Or yeah, yeah, I get that. So the, the foot, you or, know, you you could bring it in at some point. And I think it, yeah, but, I but think it also no other time, right? It depends on things too, you know, like like in a scene in a movie where the guy is taking the girl's heel off, you know, like the high heel off or something, and it's all sexy or whatever. Mm. Like I don't know, or in like a like some pantyhose or something, I could I could understand it more. But people who could like I, I don't know they don't do feet are I think they're gross. So it's like I, I could see myself. Well, it's just you know, mom's I'm a, pinky toe is awful. <laughs> it's not, and you've made fun of it for I know, as long as I can I know. remember. It's like uh, you know, if I was like, like if she wore heels and I was slowly taking her heel off and just kind of toss it over my shoulder, and then I grab a sock and then just put it on her foot and like here, keep this on. You got a thimble and you put it on her pinky toe. Yeah, I want to look at that. I've told her, man, just just uh, chop it off on the the wrong night with a meat cleaver in my hand. (laughs) That thing's gone. Yeah, gross. Gone. Like sometimes pinky toes are like turned sideways. Yeah. yeah, I think evolution is eventually going to get rid of the pinky toe, and I think it's it's slowly starting to now. The worst foot thing I've seen, like the weirdest, I don't know how it happens, is on someone's big toe, you know, like the, the bone, like right before it on the first knuckle, it's that like ball. It's like further out mm-hmm. or like inward, I guess, and their toe is like at an angle. <laughs> yep, yep. Like diagonal and pushing into their second toe. That is weird. I don't feet are like the most like commonly like deformed thing I feel like that's not like a real deformity. You know, like people's hands for the most part kind of similar. There's hands look like hands. But 
I've never seen someone that has the same feet as someone else. I don't spend a lot of time looking. Me neither. But, but, but I think there's. You're right. There's definitely more room for fucked up looking feet. Yeah, it's like the gene pool of humans is like feet have all these different combination, while hands are like, well, your fingers are fat or your fingers are long or skinny or short or a combo. What? And that's about it. What makes a foot desirable for the foot fetish people? There doesn't need to be a reason. What makes a, a boobs or ass desirable? Can you really say why? You can be like, oh, they look good, or oh, squishy, ha-ha, fun, but you can't give like a real, real reason, I don't think. I, I guess maybe if somebody were to put like a... I don't know, pictures of 10 feet in front of me. I could probably rank them into the more pleasing yeah, looking feet, yeah, but absolutely. I don't think I could ever be like, damn, I'm going to take picture number one to the bathroom for a little bit. Yeah, you know? I don't know. It, I, it doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, all right, let's let's uh, let's wrap this up, Jack, because um, this isn't really much of a Christmas treat for people. You mean a Christmas feet? <laughs> that too, <laughs> because it's the uh, the last lobby time of all time. Jack. Yeah. Of all time. Some heavy shit. Yeah, man. Um, End of an era. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not sad. Because I, I'm I, not it, really. Because that's what. I'm not hurt. Father and Son Unfiltered is lobby time all the time. It's it's. It's uh, going to be weird next time we do a movie mugging episode without it. It's a spiritual successor. It's the, the, the spirit. You know, it's like I was sad when Obi-Wan died, but he was always with me. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That, that's what it is. The ghost of lobby time will be uh, looking over our shoulder as we do yeah. Father and Son Unfiltered. And uh, in our hearts forever. Patting us on the back. That beautiful music that totally wasn't in Blood Fart Lake. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. You know what time it is. It's lobby time with Vince and Jack. Everybody, welcome to the movie mug and lobby for one last time. This is uh, to tear it down. Place where we talk about <laughs> things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant well, some airtime. What's What's beautiful is <laughs> we're not gonna have to tear this down. It's, no, we're gonna record our new show in there too, and put our uh, podcasting trophy case in there. The room we're in right now, the podcast studio. Oh, the room we were just in, the uh -huh. podcast studio slash viewing room. Yep. That's gonna turn into just the viewing room. You almost pulled the curtain back too much there, Jack. <laughs> it's it's gonna just be the viewing room now. Yeah. You know, yeah. where we watch our movies and record movie mugging. But the new studio is our marble lobby. It kind of looks like the Parthenon mixed with a bit <laughs> of the Lincoln Memorial. And there's like big chairs, like the one that Lincoln is sitting in. That mm -hmm. that's, I'm sitting in one, and he's sitting in the other, like nine football fields that way. But you can never tell because the acoustics in here are amazing. They're perfect. Michelangelo helped create this <laughs> building. All right. First of all, last week's episode, I uh, talked about how Jesse Eisenberg's character took a hit of uh, a marijuana cigarette. Yes. Reefer. Yeah. Every time I hear Meryl, I think of that song. How's it start? She was living in a single room. Yeah. Yeah. Which What song is that? Is that Smoke Two Joints? I'm sure it is. Because it's it's not Let's Go Get Stoned. No. no. Sublime, by the way. Uh-huh. For the uncultured ones out there. One of the best bands ever. Yep. All right. So uh, he went underwater 
holding the hit and then oh, came out and, yes. and blew it out. And so I did some research to see, does that do anything else? Does it make it stronger or something? Well, what I found out was a little jarring to me. Holding in a hit at all doesn't make a difference. Yeah. I should have said that. I knew that. You know, that was something that whenever I was smoking when I was 15, we were all, yeah, hold it in as long as you can. Right, right. And you're like, like, like really holding your breath. And you need to breathe, but you're like, I need this to uh-huh. hit harder. Yeah. And then, yeah, I eventually learned it. Oh, yeah, that doesn't do anything. I can't tell you how many times I sucked it in and I was like, man, this is some good shit. You're like, <laughs> you like, need to cough. And you're like, no, 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 I can't cough it out. All, all those years, man, I've never taken a puff of a joint or hit a bong and not held it in for as long as I possibly could. And it's a fun little mini game. I guess. I think. The science that's getting mixed up here is probably oxygen deprivation. You know, like the less oxygen you're getting, and you can get high from just breathing incorrectly. You're like, mm-hmm. and you can make yourself pass out from breathing wrong and then like like doing a bunch of breaths weird while you're squatting and then stand up super quick <laughs> and then you'll pass out. Didn't squatting and breathing and coughing, isn't that how you got rid of boners in middle school or something? Didn't you? You told me you had some kind of special... Well, you would hover above the seat. My friend told me that he would hover above the seat, um, you know, because the desks and seats are connected. So you could hover above it with, like, your forearms on the table, and you would think about his grandparents banging. <laughs> his grandparents? Yeah, to get his boner to go away if he needed it to. Did, did you think about his grandparents? I don't know what his grandparents look well, like. Okay, well, you, you, you made it sound like, and you you think about his grandparents. Well, that's like, hey, check out this picture of uh, Nana on on my phone. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember. I never met his family ever. She has like a beaver shot on there. Ew. But I think if you were, you know, like obviously the less oxygen you're getting, like people die in house fires from smoke inhalation. So. I feel like if you're getting less oxygen and more marijuana smoke, you're probably, well, might get higher. That There might be some more science to that. I don't know that I could hit a bong or a joint without holding it in. I mean, like muscle just, memory yeah, at this point. Pretty much. I still. It's kind of fun and it's like the movies. I still think it makes a little difference. Well, that's just factually incorrect. But, but yeah, it's like in the movies, you know, they, they're passing around and the guy's face is all red and this is some good shit. Uh-huh. You know, they just. Hold it. I don't know. I've, that's like a Mandela effect, I guess. Like my friend, the other day, he told me that SpaghettiOs are not Chef Boyardee. And I had forgotten. No, they're not. And yeah, and I was like, he said Mandela effect. I'm like, ah, bullshit, fuck you. I, I hate you. Don't talk to me anymore. I've forgotten they're Campbell's. That's lame. It's Campbell's? Yeah. I knew they weren't Chef Boyardee. It's Chef Boyardee Campbell's. does make some ravioli and, yeah, some, and some spaghetti, sh- shitty it's Italian in with a can. The same weird but, red sauce and the same kind of noodles and like meat. Campbell's makes spaghetti. Yep, it's Campbell's. Fuck you, Mandela. Whoever. <laughs> how did I? How did I not know that? Mandela's a person. Fuck you and your dumb effect. Not you, Nelson. I know he's a listener. He's dead. Okay. Well, he. I, I'm he, pretty sure he was a previous listener. Uh, let's see. Also, last week I talked about uh, Bahad Bahabi and uh, how she went on uh, OnlyFans like as soon as she turned 18. And, and people uh, are waiting and ready. She made over one million in six hours. So there were guys that were just uh, <sighs> waiting. They, they, they couldn't wait. They'd, they'd beaten themselves to like an inch of they're about to 
mm. blow it, and then as soon as it went live, they they hit yeah, uh, yeah subscribe, and then as soon as they saw a the first picture, they, they finished. Yeah, one million dollars in six hours. That is crazy, man. I'd do it. She's twenty years old now. But I meant I I would start only. <laughs> <hands. laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't even put my I don't need to put my face in it. Well, you don't put your face in it. Why wouldn't you have an OnlyFans? Well, besides the fact that it's work, and then also you you don't have a platform, so you're not gonna get popular. You, you know, it's like if Snoop Dogg makes a, a podcast, like you said before, it's gonna get views. So if you're an Instagram model and you make an OnlyFans, you're getting something. Yeah. If you're yeah. A, a movie star or a, some kind of singer, you're gonna get people wanting to do it. But if Jack. From, from movie mugging starts on no one is one they're not gonna know it's me and two it's just gonna be another dick on the internet that how do you even find a random OnlyFans page well number one we have a big following so to we start just on uh, chatterbait we just uh, announce it on here and uh give the url or whatever and then people go there but you gotta have a niche we we don't have the following to where well, father son God, I'm not going to be in your OnlyFans with you. That's our niche. No, my God. It's our niche right there. Easy. Uh, let me, you know, let me think about that for a little bit. No, I don't even. I don't want to think about that. We can kill two birds with one stone. Tugging I'll just, on uh, each other. No, <laughs> I'll beat off and shoot it on your feet. So you know, no. then we we have some uh, feet fetish. Give me people. some webbed feet. <laughs> Make you a better swimmer. No, that's nasty. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we go there, folks, if you're just now tuning in. <laughs> That's what makes us uh, yeah. such a joy to listen to on uh, Christmas Eve. So you're going to shoot on my feet. <laughs> yeah. That's gross. Stand by that. I like the shooting ropes. <laughs> yeah. I like that saying, shooting uh, hot ropes. Yeah. Just being Spider-Man. <laughs> All right. So um, Bahad Bahabi, she's 20 years old now, and she's made over $50 million on OnlyFans alone. Her that, mom must be proud. I, you know, you're you such a bitch a long time ago, and now look at you. You made 50 mil just from that. It's like, fuck yeah. You know, your your bad behavior <laughs> was, was unbearable, but now I'm fucking mean, rich, and I got nine cars because of you. Yeah, unbearable. <laughs> yeah. All right. So OnlyFans in 2022, guess how much they generated? Oh, God. Like a couple billion. $5.5 billion in 2022. They get 20%. So OnlyFans made $1 billion, 100 million off their site. And they're just a, it's just a website. Year. In one year. Sex sells well, like no, nothing else. I know. My God. Do you remember when they announced that they were going to stop having mature content on their website? OnlyFans? Yeah. I do uh, A while back. I've never been on it. A while back, they said, it was on like Twitter. They're like, yeah, we're going to, yeah, no more like sex stuff on here. And they quickly were like, oh, wait. Um, yeah, April Fool's. Yeah, no. Yeah, April Fool's in October. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they can't do that. What it's it, like Pornhub. They're like, we're actually going to become YouTube now. No no porn. Like, what? Yeah, did, That's your whole business model is porn. Yeah. I did notice that um, while I was kind of looking at OnlyFans stories, one of them was like, what does the average person get on OnlyFans? And it, it was like 50 to 500 bucks a month. Like, like it wasn't much. That's That's got to be above average. You can't just start one and well, expect to anytime soon to get 
50 bucks. Well, no, it said average. So you have people making nothing and you have people uh, making $4,000. And so it yeah. just averages out to that. And then there, there's, I didn't know, there's there's couples only fans. Yeah, of course there is. They have filming like amateur porn on there. I know we've talked about it before. And getting money. Is, I don't know what Bahad Bahabi's doing on hers. If she's just getting nude or is she some people don't like even a g-string or is she just some people don't even they do no nude yeah it's like well, who's gonna who, I, well, who's, why well, you want to buy that i know i mean because to be real you can look at nude people for free you can look at people scantily clothed for free why i i don't understand i mean yeah somebody's good looking it must be like extreme parasocial relationship type stuff maybe or just like those creepy, nasty, like lonely men who are just waiting. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't understand the appeal either, especially because it's it can be expensive because you choose like how much your shit is going to cost. Let me month. see what her OnlyFans uh, subscription is. I wonder if it's Bahad Bahabi or no, what's her a, name, Bird Doll or something. Like bookmarked, bookmarked. No, I don't have it bookmarked. marked. Bad Bahabi. Fans. Oh, not Enly fans. Mom's going to see that in your search history and be like, what the hell? You know what? I could give her my phone at any time and she could be like, what's this? I'd be like, it's for the podcast. And, you know, she'll believe me. Yeah, true. All right. So $24 a month. Jeez. Yeah. And (laughs) that's like, what is that? That's half of Amazon Prime, isn't it? For a year of Amazon Prime, isn't it 50 bucks? Is it 100? Uh, You know what? I have so many things on just automatic withdrawal from yeah. my account. I fucking have no idea how much Amazon Prime is. I have no idea how much Netflix is. Like Hulu. I, I've until mom said something last night. I had no idea how much our internet and how much our oh, fucking Direct TV yeah. was. Holy fuck! Yeah, good lord. So, so she earned uh, says she earned eighteen million in her first month on the platform. Wow. Uh, but then it diminished in May with six point seven million. Oh man, she only made six point seven million dollars a month. And uh, let's see, I don't know. I don't want to talk about her anymore. Um, but yeah, twenty four dollars a month, and I don't know what she does on there. That is ridiculous. That's so expensive. I just wonder how much she like is that one post a day? Is that one post every other? I, I mean, mean, what's in the post? Yeah, I don't know. But. Amy farts underscore sixty nine could have a. Good OnlyFans going. Yeah, she's um she's no longer doing that. She's MIA, isn't she? Yeah, because I was thinking about um using your account to pay her to give us a shout out for the new podcast. <laughs> All right, moving on. Have you ever seen the Grinch videos on TikTok where a guy in a Grinch suit and will run into the, the house? With a bag and just starts grabbing yeah. all the toys. And the children are screaming uh-huh. and crying. There's and a couple ones that are like brave and fighting. Yeah, yeah. trying to hit him and stuff. I, that's a fucked up thing to do yeah. to your kids, that's, man. That's that's too far. I, know. I would say. Like, I don't even laugh at that. I'm like, that's mean. That's just fucking mean. I mean, look, I enjoy being a father and getting to fuck with my kids. Like that that was fun. Yeah. You know, fucking with them. Especially since they cause you uh, emotional exactly, pain. Exactly. You, you get some light revenge. It's it's never light. yeah. You can never get enough revenge without it being like unethical or like 
abusive or something. Or, or pushing you to where you have mental health issues. Yeah. Now, I was not the cause of your mental health issues by fucking with you. Yeah. Up. It's just, yeah, the genes. Yeah. Beware of mommy's hair. You know, all the, all the fun games. Pretending that we did. you're a zombie. Uh-huh. That, yeah. That freaked me out. But I would never have done anything like that to make y'all cry and scream. Yeah. And well, I showed you the thriller video one time and you yeah. ran downstairs and got but in a fetal position underneath know. the kitchen table. You didn't know. No. But you did know when the, that minivan drive in the that, <laughs> on that hilly road. Hey, be sure and watch this and man. And the guy jumped up. Yeah, you did know on that one. TikTok has those too, though. I'll be looking at something and you'd be concentrating on it and then this guy hits a foul ball yeah, and he goes and right it goes, back to yeah. the camera. Or there's a basketball one too. Yeah, sometimes I'll, yeah. I'll get on one and I'll be like, I have a feeling. And so I'll pause it and go straight to the comments. Yeah. Like there was one where a guy dropped a rock over the bridge and you're just waiting for it to hit the water to see the mm-hmm. splash. And it got me That's one time. And so you. anything else kind of like that, I'm like, nope, pause. I, I don't want that to happen. Because it fucking gets me every time. Yeah. That baseball one every time. It's yeah. so fast. I know. It's so it fast. fucks me up. Yeah. Uh, Jack and I also yesterday, we we sat down and we watched like uh, 30 minutes of new trailers of movies coming out. Mm-hmm. And one of them is called The Beekeeper with Jason Statham. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's it's basically a Jason Statham movie. Yeah. You know, he's fucking kicking everybody's ass. He he is just, he's like the auditor, you know, like uh, in Nobody, you know, whenever the laws don't work or this doesn't work, it's like, that's what they send me in. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. And, and I, I made the point, he's, <laughs> you meet this guy who's semi-young, he's buff as shit, and what does he do? He lives in the mountains and is a beekeeper. You got to know, mm-hmm. you know, if that's the life he's living, if that's his profession, that he's so tucked away that he is these like supreme overlord of badassery. He's seen shit, he's get away done from shit, him. and he's ready to kind of chill. Like like Rambo. <laughs> yeah, the, the government put him there, you know, in, in the fucking mountains of Sweden, so far away from everyone else and said, hey, you're a beekeeper now? <laughs> like, oh, okay. It's like when Rambo did his Rambo things in Rambo 1 and I think Rambo 2, all of a sudden he's building houses for the less fortunate in some <laughs> monk village it's or like something. And protection. They, and they have to MacGruber. go get him there. MacGruber was like a mountain monk, remember? Okay. In the beginning, his yeah. hair is all long and he's wearing like the brown thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, he became like a priest somewhere. But go to Cambodia and start a new life. <laughs> basically watching the trailer... I think I said something like, well, we basically just saw the whole movie, yeah. but both of us are like, but we're interested. I don't know why trailers are like 30 minutes long nowadays, and it shows every scene you could possibly mm-hmm. want to see. Is that really your strategy to give away the movie for free? But I was thinking about it last night, and we both love Jason Statham. Yeah. What, what's not to love? Yeah, whoop-ass, great and, accent, and he looks cool. And this may sound blasphemous, but the day that Chuck Norris decides, you know, that he's ready to just, you know, move on and take over heaven. I think yeah, that, move that on and take over. It's heaven. a decision. He'll he'll make one day maybe. I th- either that I, or he'll just live for a while. I think a while longer. I think we could pass the torch to Jason Statham. How does this sound? Jason Statham can dribble a bowling ball. I believe it. He definitely can. Jason Statham won an arm wrestling tournament with both arms tied behind his back. It that one works for <laughs> he, me. He can Jason Statham can make a bowling ball of fushigi. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's Jason Statham. God, those fashigi balls look so fucking cool. I wanted so one so bad. Cool, I, my friend had one. And he yeah. said it sucked. Nobody could do and it shit like with strings them. on it but or something. Yeah, they make they make those things look pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Jason Statham's tears cure cancer. Too bad he never cries. They <laughs> say his tears when they fall, it like breaks the concrete. Uh huh. Yeah, I think Jason Statham once um, fell off his bike and uh, his knee skinned the concrete. <laughs> Uh, you said that was going to sound blasphemous. It's it even more blasphemous from me. I, I don't give a shit about Chuck Norris. Well, I know. I, I wasn't, you know, born in 1912, so he's not cool to me. You're lucky you're still alive. He's been old my entire life. And you know, you know what's way cooler? Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's so much cooler. No. He fought that guy that had like the Wolverine scratcher and got okay. like scratched on his six pack and then like nunchucked him. Where is he now? Dead. So Who's still son, alive? And his son was Who's pretty still cool. alive? Chuck Norris. Yeah, but he looks like closed. a fucking scrotum. Dude, and, stop. And guess what? In his movie, he got buried in a Bronco and drove I know. out. Yeah. How stupid Dude, is that? Just, there's a roundhouse kick right behind that curtain that's just, I don't know what's holding the rest of it back. Just The fact just that chill. he can't roundhouse kick anymore. Dude, we're not talking shit. I'm, I just I said am. that we can pass the torch maybe to Jason Statham one day. The, the right, torch has leave, been passed. Leave Chuck Norris alone for the moment. The torch okay. has been well, passed. Okay, well, how about we just fucking hand it to Steven Seagal? Would that make you happy? No. All right, Steven Seagal I doesn't... Steve, I actively Seagal, pray every night for Steven Seagal to die. Steven Seagal doesn't shower. He only takes blood baths. That, that sounds good, <laughs> doesn't it? Well, that sounds good for anyone. <laughs> But and Steven Seagal's never drawn someone's blood. He's never broken an arm. He has to. The only thing is, he's broken the baguette in half to eat one and store the rest for later. Maybe fat piece of shit. Broken a bed as he laid down in it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, you know, I think any, anybody else. He broke the love seat when he sat down. You two have broken a bed together, haven't you? He's broken Just my back. Ramming that headboard over and over. Um, but I, 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 I feel good. About passing that to Jason Statham one day, like, I, like I really do. Like nobody else. Like I can't do that for any other action hero, but Jason Statham—he's the best one. It works. He's the staple. So I think when Chuck Norris makes that decision all on his own, I think I pass it to him. Think about this: no petition, it's happening. So Chuck Norris can roundhouse kick and he can drive a car out of a. We're not being buried. We're, we're not dogpiling. Well, I'm Chuck just Norris. saying. Have you seen him kill a megalodon? Much less two megalodons. Jason Statham killed one with a helicopter blade. Mm-hmm. Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris he, he can. He, he's he got probably, nothing to he, prove. He, he probably needs a walker nowadays to walk. <laughs> there is no way. <laughs> he just never let you see it. Chuck Norris doesn't have to prove anything. He's already proven it. I, I, I've seen one Chuck Norris movie in my entire life. I did not raise you right. Well, for how cool and amazing he was, if he was actually that cool, then I probably would have seen more than one whenever I was, like, what, 21? I've been watching... It was the first time I've seen a piece of Chuck Norris media in my entire life. If he's that good, and if we're truly descendants of white trash, then why have I only seen one, and why did it take until I was, like, 21 and a half? I didn't think you could handle it. I thought oh, that it would just break your come mind. On, yeah. I didn't, you know, at a young age, I didn't want to show you like the coolest thing <laughs> you'd ever you'd see. Be scarred by the, the terrible violence. I didn't want you to see the coolest thing you'd ever see ever at such a young age because then you'd have nothing to look forward to. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
Yeah. You, well, you, I still have nothing to look forward to. Sure you do. And I just haven't seen anything super cool. All right, you got this to look forward to. Last week, we watched American Ultra, and uh, Jesse Eisenberg's character was a sleeper agent. Yes. And so the lady came and just said, like, a sentence to unlock him. And Jack was like, hey, since uh, you were in the Army and you don't remember all your days. Well, I think that came up. I said that. I said you know, that they could have taken me somewhere yeah. and made me into a sleeper you could have been agent. in the program. And Jack's like, hey, let's do some homework and let's come up with some sentences, like ridiculous sentences. Something that wouldn't ever be said so that there was no accidental yeah. unlocking. Yeah. So he said, let's come up with some sentences. And we we agreed on five, but then we changed it to three because of the what's coming up next. Yes. So these are, uh, like I said, these are going to be sentences to unlock Jack and for Jack to try to unlock me. Yes. And they can be ridiculous or they could be something that like, you know, maybe a sentence that may be said somewhere, but that neither one of us would ever hear. The, the probability of this sentence being said is like zero to 1%. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll go first. Um, Jack, bloody vaginal spoogie pooters make good candle scents. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Okay. Uh, okay, we went a little bit of a different direction on this. Um, okay, Vince, you ready? Mm-hmm. Laser beams aren't cool. <laughs> <laughs> but glow sticks are. I've No, they're not. But yeah, who the, who the fuck is going to... No one has ever no. said that laser beams aren't cool. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I wish it worked. Hey, Jack. Headline. Florida man does great and charitable things for his community. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Okay. Um, congratulations, Stephen. You've proven your skills in martial arts and have graduated from being a white belt. Stephen? Stephen Seagal. Oh. Yeah, no one it. ever said that before. <laughs> All right. He's All right. doesn't know All how right. to fucking do karate. All right. And uh, so I, I, you know, I did some ridiculous sentences, but, but these are sentences that y- you would never hear, right? Yeah. So, uh, and I did three real quick. So, uh, Jack, your dick is so big. <laughs> See, I, that's, I did all of mine Jack, that way. Jack, you're amazing in bed. And Jack, I'm really proud of you, and I'm glad you're my son. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, that hurt, and I, have, I saved my most hurtful one for last. Okay. Uh, I'm Team Vince. Fuck you. Yeah? Okay. You better be glad that didn't unlock me. <laughs> yeah. I'm staring you daggers. You better be glad I, that, those didn't unlock me either. <laughs> You got any more? Nope, just those three. All right, next, because we only gave you uh, three. Well, I, I actually gave you more sentences. But yeah. um, last night I was like, hey, Jack, have we ever done Christmas haikus? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe. So I'm like, well, let's do some Christmas haikus because it's a Christmas haiku corner. I thought you were going to say the Christmas haikus with Vincent Jack, you know, the lobby time. You know, I want to continue doing haikus on Father and Son Unfiltered. Absolutely. So we need to come up with a theme song for it. Haiku Hospital. Haiku House. No, what? We, we don't... Well, for the, the bit name, let's go to Haiku Hibachi. That's why I come up with all the, all the segment <laughs> names, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, all right. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, I love Santa Claus. I hope he comes to my house and down my chimney. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I... Uh, I wrote five, and then uh, I, like I had a bunch of words, you know, that I thought, okay, maybe I can make something with that. And, and chimney was definitely one of them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, all right, 
happy holidays. Christmas comes one time a year. I come a lot more. I thought you were going to say, and so do I. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Um, I am full of cheer. Got everything I wished for, except a butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure you get one this year, Jack. <laughs> Thanks. Gag ball, anal beads, dildo in shape of a fist. It's Jack's Christmas list. <laughs> okay. Um, I love ornaments, shiny balls, <laughs> childhood knickknacks, ears of my victims. What? Ears? Or- ornaments. Ears of my, oh God. Yeah, on my tree. All right, yeah. I've, People put retainers on their tree. Uh, yeah. I just got some ears you're, on there. You're dark, because I think you had like a skin lamp for a, <laughs> like a, what, Halloween uh, haiku? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Right. A bunch of, yeah, my Halloween ones are fun. It's the 24th. Santa is coming tonight. My back is ready. <laughs> uh, underneath the tree, I see a weird shaped present. Mom got a dildo. Gosh. <laughs> All right. Um, Christmas mass was great. The priest gave me a present. Oh. Sodomy hurts, though. Oh, God. <laughs> When it's in haiku format, sometimes it just sounds a lot more distasteful because you can't really put any padding around the punchline. Because yeah, the punchline yeah. is five syllables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just sodomy hurts, though. Yep. Yeah, fucking... T- you can't put any more. No. What more do you need? Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, for the public to hear that, that that was nails on a chalkboard when I just heard it. Okay, you know, wow, because you can't beat around the bush at all. You know, you all you can fit. Well, <laughs> besides priest wiener, yeah. yeah. All right, fuck you, Santa Claus, you old fat fuck. I hate you. Damn. Still want that butt plug. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Is that your last one? Yeah. All right, last nice one. Call back. Christmas morning's here. Santa filled all the stockings. I just filled a sock. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Nice. I like those. Yeah. Haikus, man. I, they are perhaps like the most overlooked kind of poem. I don't hear them anywhere. You know, if you ever hear of poetry, it's always like some limerick shit where they're like rhyming. There was was a man from Nantucket. Yeah, they're like doing the ABAB shit. Or Why are you doing your hand like you're a rapper? Well, ABAB, I don't know. Or it's like some slam poetry where they're like screaming on a stage about some sort of like social problem or like how growing up sucked so bad. Or they're like, I'm an alcoholic and I hate this shit. And they're like crying and everyone's like, yeah, woo, you just vented. That's a 12-step meeting, Jack. I think you went to the wrong <laughs> slam poetry place. It's just haikus. People are like, oh, only fucking what is it, that 19, no, 17 syllables. What, what can you do? It's, we can do a lot. There's so much room. It's it's they're deceptively roomy, and and you can really be very creative with them. And Absolutely, you can do funny shit. You can do dark shit. You can do whatever the fuck you want, and they're so simple. You can make a bunch of them pretty quick. Yeah, as long as you're in the the right frame of mm-hmm. mind, at least. Yeah, and it's the only homework that Jack is guaranteed to do for the show. I love them uh-huh. so much. Yes, you do. And I mean, I I used to write in high school. It's like how I used to read, too, and I can still read fast, but it's just like, well, there's other shit I'd rather do. Mm-hmm. I'd rather watch a movie, rather play a game, you know? You'd rather uh, open up a box and uh, read some instructions on how to insert a butt plug. 
I don't think I need instructions. <laughs> if you need instructions for a butt plug, I don't. I don't well, here's some instructions. You're like that, Helen Keller. No, somebody could use uh, some instructions on don't insert it before going to get an MRI. Because I, <laughs> I don't know if you, a metal core. I don't know if you heard it or not, but Jack told a story one time about a guy who inserted a butt plug, and uh, I guess the 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 metal. Uh, why am I talking like that? Inserted the yeah, metal. Yeah. Uh, it had a metal like a. Uh, it was a metal core. Yeah. And it didn't say it was. It said it was yeah. like all plastic oh. or silicone or whatever. And it tore up his insides. It, it went with the MRI. Yeah. The the magnet yanked it up into his chest cavity. Which I I feel like that's urban legend kind of, but uh, I don't wow, know, that that'd be pretty rough. Yeah. All right, Jack. I uh, <sighs> Q uh. Q Green Day. Another turning point is fork stuck in the road. What song is that? That's a, I hope. I, I can I, hear it. Like, I hope you had the time of your life. Uh, <laughs> it's like when things are wrapping up, yeah. they, they cue that song. Uh, and it's like uh, everybody's like shedding a tear. It's the end of an era, Jack. It's the wake end. Wake me up when September ends would be a good one too. And wake me up before you go, go, you know, wake up. Oh, we're, we're, we're about to go. That one's too happy. You know, I think. I went back and listened because I was like, we didn't do lobby time at our very first episode, but we did it within like, I think the first five or six or something like that. So man, you know, we've gosh, well over 200 lobby times and they're always fun. Yep. And that's another reason why I was always wanting to do another podcast, you know, because lobby time is always, always, always fun. And it's, I'll be honest, it's usually my favorite part of the pod. Yeah. I mean, me too. I, the second half gets uncontrolled and gets random, but there's more structure to it. And there's structure to lobby time because topics get brought up or pre-prepared topics, but it's about anything. I mean, that's what's so fun is, you know, we didn't talk about bears sniping coming to our mouths during the movie part, I don't mm. believe. I mean, we could have. We might have. It's There's potential, but... There's a reason that I assumed it was lobby time, you know? That all started with Jack Black eating uh, an egg of an eagle in uh, <laughs> Nacho, Nacho Libre, Libre, which we've never even done. He had eagle powers after yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's the end of an era, but it's, uh, it's a new beginning for us. It's a, The phoenix is going to rise again. Mm -hmm. That was corny. So I kind of feel like it's at the end of a movie. You know, I spent me and my friend... We're together the whole movie, and it's at the end, and we're on the sidewalk, and I walk west, and he walks east, <laughs> and then it zooms out, and the credits roll. Yeah. Kind of how that felt. Yeah. Great analogy, Jack, as always. <laughs> and that's how we end our last lobby time with a Jack analogy. <laughs> so uh, yeah. let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, today's movie came out in 2006. It is rated R. It is one hour and 24 minutes. 71% on Rotten Tomatoes and 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. A doctor smokes a joint. Wow. How contradictory and unprofessional. There are several references to masturbation, fornication, and prostitution. <laughs> okay. There are 47 S words. Use of the word balls. Fuck and its derivatives are used 12 times. Several anatomical references, many by characters that have a very crude sense of humor. Around 60 sexual references, dozens of visual, including a giant dildo. <laughs> and one of the main characters is called Frito Pendejo, which translates to fried asshole. 
What? I thought Pendejo was just idiot. I guess it's asshole too. I guess. Uh, this movie is called Idiocracy. Fitting. Okay. How many times have you seen it? A lot. Oh, really? A lot? Yeah, probably. <sighs> I was hoping only a couple times where you'd like get some stuff out of it. Uh, I mean, semi-recently it was on the TV. Uh, like the end of it, like whenever he's, oh, there's a giant dildo in there when he's like fighting <laughs> yeah. the tanks. Yeah, on the car. Yeah. Um, that From that point on, I've seen recently, but before that, not so much. I mean, I've probably seen this movie between like three and six times. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, so, somewhere in there. Whenever it's on, I'm going to leave it on. It, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. All right, ready to do this? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie and bucket pause. And we are back after watching 2006's Idiocracy. Yep. Starring Luke Wilson, Maya Rudolph, Terry Crews, Dax Shepard. And directed by Mike Judge, the great Mm -hmm. Mike Judge, who uh, brought us Beavis and Butthead, and then later on... um, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Is that it? Did he he do anything else? Uh, He did Daria, which was a... uh, Newer, right? Well, it was a side character in Beavis and Butthead. And yeah. uh, he did the movie Extract, which oh, we watched yeah. with Jason Bateman. And oh, 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 I was thinking, um, <laughs> I was thinking the the Thor one. What's the guy's name? There's the brothers, and one of them plays Thor. Yeah, it's Extraction. Oh no! And I was like, no, he, oh, yeah, he did make that. <laughs> no, no I, you could have told me. Yeah, no, Extract. That, what a forgettable movie. But a good movie. I don't remember anything about it except he made like almond extract or something. You don't remember he, they paid the pool guy to fuck his wife? And uh, no. And I, he Mila owned, he Kunis owned a was in there. He owned yeah. a factory. Yeah. She pretended to be someone. She was a con. Because she's going to spy or something. Yeah. She was a, she was a con woman. I, I don't know. That, wow. that movie was so forgettable. Yeah. He, he, he bottled fucking almond extract. <laughs> and that was the movie. The great J.K. Simmons uh, was, was in it, it. Vanilla? I don't know. That that doesn't matter. <laughs> that doesn't matter. I don't yeah. think almond extract is a thing. We, we did that for it. an episode. I know. Yeah. And it was just, you know. It's a good movie. <laughs> I mean, in my head, it's just the most average. You know, because Jason Bateman is also kind of just the average guy. Like, not sure. I mean, let me, let me, he's the average middle-aged white actor. I'm going to look up extract and see what you gave it. Probably something way too good for how little I remember of it. But I guess we'll see. Probably an 84. You gave it a 91. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember a single damn thing about it. Well, you liked it. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, his neighbor, J.K. Simmons, was his neighbor, no, right? No, Packard too much? was his neighbor. Oh. J.K. Simmons was his right-hand man at the factory. Okay. Yeah, Packard was great. I forgot him. Yeah, okay. I yeah, if you haven't that, seen yeah. Extract, go check Who's that out, his man. his wife? Um, Kristen Wiig. <laughs> okay. And then I think... <laughs> I don't really remember. Ben Affleck was his friend who, like, gave him the drugs and who set him up with the pool boy to, to fuck his wife. Yeah, you don't remember anything about that movie. No. Wow. Anyway, we did not watch Extract today. We watched Idiocracy, another fine movie by uh, Mike Judge. And, uh, oh yeah, let me give the 50 cent tour. This movie is about, uh, Luke Wilson. His name is Joe and he is, uh, in the army and they decide to, uh, do this experiment where they're going to put him to, to sleep and then wake him back up a year later. 
and uh, something goes wrong. Well, they, they they get him, and then they get Maya Rudolph's character, Rita, and uh, they put them in this experiment, but they wake up 500 years in the future to a place that uh, resembles what America is quickly becoming, one of the, like, the stupidest places on Earth with the stupidest people on Earth. Yeah. And um, he ends up... Uh, getting in trouble because he doesn't have like a, a fucking UPC code on his wrist. Yeah. And uh, goes to jail, but gets out of jail and they find out that he's the smartest person ever to exist because he he passed a ridiculously stupid test. So he ends up, uh, he becomes the uh, secretary of interior to try to fix the uh, famine that's going on, which it turns out it's a famine because they're basically putting Gatorade on all the crops, but it's called Brondo. They're, they're Brondoing the crops yeah. instead of watering them. Yeah. So he says, uh, we need to put water on it. And they're like, from the toilet? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? But they only give him like a couple of days to get it done. And it doesn't get done. And everybody owns stock in Brondo. And the stock market crashes because they're not using it anymore. And all the employees are, yeah, now angry, out of jobs. So they send him to what's called rehabilitation, which is basically fucking, they put him in like a, a gladiator. Monster uh, truck uh, rally yeah, arena. Arena. And uh, they bring out these two big fucking trucks to plow him over and kill him. And then a guy with a flamethrower <laughs> fucking grenade launcher yeah yeah but in the end they find out that the uh the crops can grow with uh water and then they make him the vice president and <laughs> and then they make him the president yeah and he has three kids with maya rudolph and maya rudolph's pimp upgrade yeah yeah she finds was... one of the things the beds to lay in to freeze and somehow predicts 500 years is when mm-hmm. she went and says i'm gonna find this hoe all right, let's see what the internet has to say because um, I did not do this movie justice at all. This movie... Yours was long. You did it way more justice than the internet's going to give it. But I can't do it justice with all the uh, intricacies of the movie and all the funny moments and you know all the brought to you by Carl's Jr. Yeah, just the ridiculousness shit. of this movie, which was fucking awesome, man. I, I do love this movie. But it also scares me because I really do believe... That we are, uh, man, we're well on our way to that. I don't think it's going to be four hundred and what seventy five years it's, before yeah. we get to where it's they not going to take until twenty five oh five. All right, in two thousand and five, average in every way, private Joe Bowers, played by Luke Wilson, is selected to take part in a secret military experiment to put him in hibernation for a year, along with a woman named Rita, played by Maya Rudolph, the great Maya Rudolph. The slumbering duo is forgotten when the base they are stored on is closed down and are left in stasis until 2505. When they finally wake up, they discover the average intelligence of humans has decreased so much that Joe is now the smartest man in the world. So this movie begins, and they're talking about how stupid people are having kids, but like... Way more, and smart people... Yeah, it was comparing to these two couples, basically. And one of them, it showed their IQs like 130, 140... And they're like, oh, in five years, maybe. I, we can't do it, have kids in this market right now. And then every time it went to the other guy, his name's like Cleavon. Yeah. And he's just hick. They live in a trailer park. Every single time it went over, his family tree was growing. And he's just having tons and tons of kids. And you know, go back to the responsible, smart people. And they're like, oh, well, you know, may, maybe in five years. You know, right now is not the time. And so it's just explaining that, you know, dumbass people fuck like rabbits and smart people are just not having kids anymore. And it just shows his family tree just, I mean, baby, baby, mm-hmm. baby, baby, because he's and just his billion he's sons his are now having kids. Uh-huh. And, yeah, his, his son gets done with a football game 
And like all the cheerleaders are around him. He's like, I'm going to fuck all of y'all. <laughs> yeah, I've been talking about this for a long time, how we're turning into the world of videocracy. Yeah. But what really hit it home in this was when the narrator was talking about, you know, people used to look up to like uh, Einstein and, and all these really smart people. Who do people look up to today? Like, who does the younger generation look up to today? Who the are, are fuck they looking... looks up to Einstein? No, back in the day, like back they, when they, he was they, alive, no, maybe. Shut the fuck up. They held him like on this. You know, they he's still on the this... smartest dude ever. But what I'm talking about is people aspired to be like him. People aspired to like change things and invent things, and they looked up to people like that. I mean, those were the people that like they I, were. Yeah, they I, were famous. I get it. But it's also not just today. Who did you look up to? Ozzy Osbourne, you know, like he he did shit ton of drugs and bit the head off a fucking bat. Yeah, you know, you looked point. up to Motley Crue. It didn't just start with people around okay, my age. But or I younger. was fucking fourteen years old. Yeah, okay? but wh- wh- who were you talking about in today's day and age? But the fourteen year olds, older, older people, older people. I don't. Look, okay, I literally all right, all right, all right. don't look up to fucking anyone. That's a problem in itself, probably. But there's no one to look up to. I'm sitting right across from you. That's I'm not talking. We're not talking about. Oh, I look up to my dad. No, it's figures in history. Okay, but look at what entertains people today. Look at fucking keeping up with the Kardashians. It's stupid. You you have kids. You have like college kids who are looking up to what's that fucking show from Jersey Shore. You you got people that want to be like I, there's Snooki someone out and, there. and all those fucking idiots, you know, the Kardashians, you know? It's no like I get it. It it just shows it right there in in the TV shows that are that are on. We're not far away from Al My Balls, right? Al My We're Balls not, would be I wouldn't watch it. I mean I could probably watch a little bit before I got bored. But I mean that's not that bad of a show idea. So I, I think you have a point to where you talk about how it does start with the younger generation. You know, people, yeah, I mean, there's there's a big jump from Einstein to, you know, <laughs> how how I grew up. Yeah. But I I think it's gone more downhill. I I definitely think it has. Like I just Fortnite looked up to them. Kids, iPad kids, it's bad. That's real bad. I just looked up to Ozzy because I wanted to be a rock star. You know, he was yeah. like I don't know that I, I didn't aspire to be Ozzy Osbourne. I loved his music. That's something different from People who, look, how many fucking people think they're going to be influencers? Way too many. That's what they, like, aspire to be. Yeah. You know, they, they, they look up and they want to be, like, the Kardashians. Well, they're fucking billionaires for no fucking reason that they didn't earn a, a fucking penny until yeah. they, they got a big ass and now they can <laughs> have a sex tape and they're already rich, you know? The sex tape came before the big ass. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we got shows today... Like the mass singer, you know, where where yeah. people dress up like in these fucking ridiculous costumes and they're Yo Gabba people Gabba. and people watch it. Who is it? I wonder who's singing. And it's fucking William Shatner's third wife or yeah. something ridiculous. If I mean, Nick that, Cannon has a tie to it, I don't want to like it. Does he have a tie to that? He's the host. Is oh, he, he not? Is? I don't. I didn't see that idea. or fucking Mario Lopez. I want both of them to fall off the face of the flat earth, man. I mean, if we have some listeners that watch The Masked Singer, okay. But, I mean, it's it's yeah. it's trash TV. And I don't think we're that much further away from watching a movie of just a butt. Like, for, for <laughs> two hours. that, And you're just waiting for Ugh. it to fart. 
you know, and that's like the climax of the movie or something. And and that movie won like eight Oscars that year. That was so including dumb. a best screenplay. I yeah. think. And it was just like two hours of a of just the same butt. So uh, just d- sitting there. Yeah. And people people loved it. So masked singer to just a movie that just shows an ass. It was just called ass. We're too. not we're not four hundred and seventy something years away from that. No. That, there's a much shorter time period between maybe maybe the I feel like the rate things are going, I feel like you'll live to see it. Like I it's won't accelerating <laughs> every every it single is. year. It is. It, it gets faster and faster. It, man, it really, really does. Cause you today, you, I mean, it wasn't what fucking five or ten years ago that there was a bunch of people that thought this pizza place in New York, like was run by Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton that had Child pizza, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they had so stupid child sex slavery in the basement of the pizza joint. They didn't even have a fucking basement, and I and people fucking believe that. And you got QAnon. Well, how how, do, how can you prove that they didn't have a basement? I, it could have been secret. Okay, it could have been behind the menu on the wall. You know, it could have been behind the picture frames. You know, so you pull the book, you know, and then the, right. the door opens. Dude, I've always wanted something like that. A well, fucking yeah. secret door in my house. I want I want like nine secret doors. Yeah, but they, I want a painting with a safe behind it. <laughs> Just to have it. I'm not gonna put anything in it, but I want it. Yeah. Or a fake floor, and then there's another safe. <laughs> or or like a fake um like wood plank and there's just a bunch of cash just wadded in there. <laughs> Some guns and passports. Yeah. Best I can do for you is I can give you a fake rock and put a key in it. How about that? It's just going to have to do <laughs> with our are, budget. No, that is the dumbest idea. <laughs> no. If you lock yourself out of your house, one, shame on you. How? And two. I mean, I've done it. Okay, well, yeah, but <laughs> you've been stupid before. I'm just, it's just like, how? But also, okay, but pay the locksmith however much money. You know, hopefully you have your phone. No, you give your neighbor a key so you can go mm, knock on their door. I don't and say, trust anybody. Okay. At the end of the day, I just don't want anyone to have a key to my house. But so the neighbors me. all the way down at the end of the street, you know the ones I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I'm They're not afraid. Never, I'm never going to wake up and one I of them's going to be standing over well, me with maybe. a fucking hatchet. Well, not not yet. I mean, well, the way a couple of them grew up, I'm a little worried. Yeah, not not the adults anyway. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully the kids don't know where that is. Yeah, I just. I wouldn't want to give someone a key to my house just because they've watched my pets or whatever. You know, if they're going to watch my pets, sure, but I'm going to have the key back. Um, well, then they they can go fucking make a copy of it. Yeah, but that's more far-fetched than, I, I don't know. Not what, if, Whatever. That's, if that's they're an, shady, it's That's not. just an extra step, you know, uh, for them to, <laughs> whatever. I, I just think instead of buying a plastic rock that, you know, the bottom of it like twists off mm-hmm. and just putting it in the wood chips next to your front door. That's just like, like, come on. <laughs> it's like, just, just call the guy, the locksmith and pay 130 bucks or whatever it is for him to. You got to fucking wait, you know, but I'm hungry. I need it in my house. Well, so fucking what? You know, I'm not calling a locksmith, man. I, I'm going to give my neighbor a key. And they're just going to hang on to but it. But that is still a better solution than having a plastic rock. Well, yeah, of course. You know, that's that's the worst possible way to do it. Because, I mean, someone sees the rock, they're going to be like, oh, that's not a real rock. It's, it's just stupid. Yeah, but the guy who invented it probably is a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, fuck yeah, every, everybody wants, like, some kind of secret thing. When yeah. When I was a kid... 
I had uh, big shelves. You walk straight in my closet, and there was just like big shelves. And it had a uh, a baseboard at the bottom. And I found out that I could pry that baseboard off and put your saran wrap weed in there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I had weed in there. That's where I kept my firecrackers. It was just kind of cool having yeah. that. And I could just put it back on, and, and you couldn't tell that you could just pull it off. It's much better than hiding your weed in your fucking sock drawer. And then when we were in college, um, Olivia had a lifesaver bank. And it was probably, I don't know, 18 inches tall or something. It just looked like a, a thing of lifesavers. And we we pulled out the the bottom of it, and we used to put that over our bong. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a bank on top of my yeah. big desk. And, uh, yeah, we had the bong there, and we just put the um, Lifesaver bank over it, and, it, and it fit perfect. That's it was, awesome. It was so fucking perfect. And that was our dope smoking room. Like, we had a, a red light in there. We had a bean bag. Mm. And, like, that's the only place we would smoke dope in that house. Like, we'd have friends over. I hate when people say dope. We would. Why? <laughs> Because dope is everything. Okay. What cannot be, what drug can't be referred to as dope? But I said smoke dope. You can smoke crack. And no, you can there's smoke, nobody that you, you thought. You can smoke heroin. You can smoke meth. You can smoke anything. There's not one person listening that thought anything other than weed. Well, because you said bong first and also talked about hiding weed you, two minutes before. You talked about how you could, uh, oh, that was a dab. I mean, you you could use a bong to smoke all sorts of stuff. Just when I think of someone who says dope, they look like Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> they can't stop moving. They were clearly addicted to crack. And, and like, yeah, we used to smoke dope back in the day. And it's like, oh, I wonder, you know, obviously he's talking about crack or fucking heroin or something. Dope, I don't know why to me. It's just I never, weed is weed. We didn't really call dope it weed just back makes then. It, I know, I, I know it's just old slang, but it, it just, to me, dope is just always like, oh, damn. Like, Well, we had a room where we took dope. And, and yeah, uh, and with, the, with the red light and the mm-hmm. bean bag, that sounds like weed, but I don't know, are they doing heroin in high school? And that's also where I'd write all my papers, and we had a little <laughs> Epson printer that uh, when you printed a page, it went like this. Did it take a long time? Yeah. Like 15 minutes for one page. Dude, I, I wrote, um, I had, a, I think it was a public administration class or something that I had a 20-page paper, oh. and it took over 30 minutes to print that paper out. <laughs> Start printing it the night before. <laughs> I know, man. I know. No, it, it took forever. And I'm trying to remember, I could be wrong, but I think when you replaced the cartridge, it wasn't like ink. It, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't, maybe I'm just making this up in my head, but I feel like it was more closely resembled like typewriter ribbon or something back then. <laughs> I, I can't really remember, but it, it took fucking forever, forever. But uh, yeah, that was our uh, dope taken room. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd I get here? Uh, secret passages. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah bong hider. How'd I get to secret passages? Um, uh, Because I was talking about the... Child cannibalism pizza oh, parlor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and there was also these same people talked about uh adrenochrome, I think is what they called it. Where it's child blood and yeah. you drink it or whatever, and it's oh I'm I'm a god now. Tom Hanks and Oprah Winfrey leave were Tom supposedly, Hanks alone. Right, no doubt. His son is already bad enough. I don't give a fuck about Oprah. I don't know shit about her. Tom Hanks has two kids, I think. One of them is like uh he's he's in movies and uh he, he's the, got it. It looks together. just like him, right? Colin. It he, looks just like Tom Hanks. He was in uh the second uh Jumanji. I think he was the 
the dad. I'm pretty sure he looks like a carbon copy. How about a carbon copy? Well, and you Chet can... Hanks looks nothing like Tom Hanks. He looks like an asshole. He is an asshole. And then you have QAnon, which thought that uh, Donald Trump was the savior who was going to take care of the pedophilic cabal or whatever. I mean, he was part of the pedophilic cabal. Yeah, with Epstein. If you've been to Epstein Island and you're of any sort of, you know, you're not just some random worker hired or some shit. I I don't know who the fuck went there. If you have any kind of status, you know, if there's a picture of you on the Internet and, you know, you're whispering in his ear or he's whispering in yours, then I think that you fucked a kid or consumed child porn. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt about it. And he did not kill himself. No shot. There's no way. No. No And people way. who believe that, it's ridiculous. But you have all these people that believe this shit. And I think I read an article one time that said, and I don't know what article it was. And of course, you know, it could be bullshit. But I think it said something to where it was along the lines of 17% of Trump followers actually believe the QAnon stuff, which is just fucking ridiculous too many yeah i'm glad it's a smaller amount but when you have too many so many people who just believe in ridiculous conspiracy theories and they're having kids and they're indoctrinating their kids into this ridiculousness then i mean yeah we're we're fucking fast-tracked we're, we're, there's people like me that don't want kids because you're a smart guy so yeah, you're not going to have kids to you're going to contribute yeah. to what's going on right now which is the expressway to idiocracy. I'm going to be the that smarter couple from the movie and not like cleave on with 50 descendants while he's still alive. So obviously, you know, I knew we were going to do this movie. And uh, I saw a couple of Facebook posts the other day. They were like, <laughs> uh, yeah, here's also how I know that we're, we're heading that direction. So here's one from uh, one of my friends on Facebook. Actually, I just uh, unfriended her because she doesn't work where I am anymore. All right, so this is this is on Facebook. She she posts to regain friends in your newsfeed and get rid of ads. Hold your finger anywhere in this post and click copy. Go to your page where it says what's on your mind. Tap your finger anywhere in the blank field. Click paste. This upgrades the system. Hello, new and old friends. It's sad we have to keep doing this to kill the ads and see our friends. How old is she? <sighs> she's probably Tell me she's old. No, she's younger than me. She's probably 40. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's supposed to be like a sixty-five plus. I know activity. I know, right but younger and younger, man, younger and younger. <sighs> and then we have people like this. That's that is, oh my god, man! I, I have shit to say okay. about that. Okay, so <laughs> please. Well, please one, when you brought up Facebook at first, I immediately thought of like for Jesus, ignore for Satan's blight, you uh-huh. hellish hellion. Yeah, you're going to hell. You know, I thought of those. Can I, I always skip those. I'm like, well, guess guess I'll be in hell. Fuck off. I'll take my chances by not <laughs> clicking like. Take my fucking chances. Mm-hmm. And then, so way back in the day, um, when I played on Xbox, when I was really young, like nine to like 12 maybe, and whenever you wanted to like put money onto your account, there was no just flat money amounts. It was Microsoft points. So you would get messages every year um, from at least one of your friends who 
It'd be like, it's Microsoft's birthday. Uh, you know, ship, send this to everyone on your friends list and you'll get a free 1,600 Microsoft points, which was $20. Bill Gates is going to give away a million dollars also. And, yeah, I yeah. know. It was 1,600 Microsoft points was the yes. Yes, please. I want that one. That's You could buy a lot with that. You know, all the DLCs you wanted, Modern Warfare 2 DLC, yes. And I think I did it once. And you but know, you're 11. It, well, you know, that's okay. I, I, st- I, I know, is I'm saying she's 40. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I did it once and it wasn't the first time it got sent to me either because I was like, no, that's, that's not right. And then, you know, maybe second time I was like, you know, no, that's a scam. And it's like, I don't want to bother all the friends on my friends list. You know, like, I don't want to be that guy who's sending dumb shit. And it's like, what if it is fake? Then I'll look so stupid. And I think the third, probably the third or fourth time or something, I was like, fuck it, I'm down bad. I need 1,600 Microsoft points. And, you know, I didn't get any. It was like, and, and I wasn't like, oh, what? You know, it was like, I, I did it knowing. <laughs> yeah, there's no fucking way I get any. But I'll do it <laughs> on the 1% chance that it's real. And then uh, there's there's another one I took a screenshot of, of... Uh somebody in the neighborhood when they were starting to put up those, uh, cell towers, you know, like in the neighborhood, this person, I recall Get that cancerous 5g no, out of my no, brain no, no, waves. No, 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 no. 5g's giving me AIDS. No, Get it out of here. No, no. I recall saying 5g towers were harmful. You don't have to believe a word I say, <laughs> okay, but you should cool. absolutely <laughs> research the information and learn about what 5g can do. 5g towers are actually psi weapons. They have nothing to do with high-speed internet. They can specifically target part of the brain's nervous system that they want in order to make you feel more docile, angry, sad, or anxious, depending on the situation and desired outcome. This technology has been known for a very long time, even prior to World War One. Ever wonder why we're having no, all of these? No, it has not. Ever wonder why we're having all of these car accidents that are unexplainable? <laughs> why are dumbass drivers? Why are five G towers along the roadways? Internet, I don't know, data, dude. Yeah. Look back at World War I. Morse code, mustard gas, trench foot. No, there was no such technology as 5G. Someone was named Archduke Ferdinand. A name like that just goes to show it's much closer to caveman times, you know? It's one shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know, like... Good fucking lord. I take those towers down. They're making me docile. <laughs> They're making me docile. It's like, I, <laughs> come on. Like, there is no room on this earth for people as stupid as that. Uh, you, yeah. you have the IQ of a cinder block, maybe. What happened to people who go f- that far down conspiracy rabbit holes? Like, what, what, what happened to them? What's- what, what do they Google? To find that. I, I implore you, have to, you to do your research. One, he just Googled the word implore. You know, like, what is a good word for urge, you know, to make me sound smarter? And I implore you to, you know, go do your research. Where do you, you where do you find it? You can find whatever That's you're... terrible. You can find whatever you're looking for. That That is true. Like, I if have, you, if you now want, that I think about it, I've seen... If, the naked women posing next to chimpanzees in enclosures, and well, that's not what I was talking about. I, I'm, well, I'm talking I'm about like what if on you the other some, side of the coin. I I have found some shit people that has been talked about on here 
where you and everyone else are scratching their heads being like, where did you find that? You know, I guess, well, I mean, you Google exactly what it is pretty much, but for them to find this stupid 5G stuff, they're not just Googling what does 5G do. They're Googling... How is 5G harmful? 5G is so harmful. Mm-hmm. What do I do next? Guide. You know, and then they find their shit. But yeah. you... It's, just, it's so sad. But here's the thing. Some of these people would be considered smart in so many other ways, but... It's a waste. It's, it's like part of their brain is just dumb as fuck. They, like, maybe they can read real fast and write good, and they can, you know, maybe they know multiple languages and stuff. Well, that's it's such a damn shame that, you know, you don't deserve to breathe the same air as the rest of us. Yeah, it's just weird. It's sad. But anyway, to me, that's just further evidence that, yeah, we're, we're fast-tracked. We're, uh, we're express lane to, uh, it's not going to be 400-something years. I, I think you're yeah. going to see ridiculousness like we saw in this movie in your generation. Yeah, I, it's... I mean, look, there's already a coffee shop... That, that I talked about on, I don't know, like 40 episodes or something where you go in there and you get coffee and you can get your dick sucked. And then <laughs> there was that one the other day where you go in there and you get breast milk right out of the breast. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. in here, Starbucks was hand jobs. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah man, we're, it's, we're, we're inching ever so close. So, yeah, I just laid out a whole bunch of evidence, <laughs> um, very convincing evidence that uh, we're, uh, we're getting there. Now, saying all that, would you sit in a uh, toilet recliner? <laughs> you know, the first time I saw this movie, long, long time ago now, I was like, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a gamer. What do I do? I sit here for 14 hours a day and I don't move. Awesome. That is like the most horrid, disgusting. <laughs> that's so bad. No, hell no. And it, did it have a lid or no? I don't. I, I, I think it was just the seat. I don't think it <laughs> had a sure. lid. So, you know, you're flushing it, shit's flying everywhere, literally. Your, your chair is going to be gross. Your chair's going to smell like ass. That is horrible. Yeah, he was eating a tub of butter, so he didn't really care about that <laughs> stuff. That's just terrible, man. That'll be a thing. It's a, that already is a thing. I'm sure it is. Now, it, it might not be flushable. You know, it might be something you got to, like, oh, gosh. Like when- take the pot out you know like a pool filter when you reach in and grab the little basket full of leaves yeah it's a, you gotta reach in and grab the thing and th- throw it in, in the neighbor's yard like your dad did with his catheter <laughs> gross mm-hmm. he dumped it in their rocks yeah yeah so he had to uh yeah he, he had to have uh, like a, a catheter and, for a and, while and, and carry around a bag for a while and uh, at least it wasn't a colostomy bag. No. That would have been a lot worse yeah. at the dinner table. It, it would have. Man, you, we just keep peeling the curtain back, don't we? <laughs> what the catheter? I mean, it's where it's not about the catheter. It's about the emptying of the catheter in this situation. So when he gets out, um, Joe, played by Luke Wilson, when when he gets out of that little coffin-looking thing and, and wakes up in twenty five oh five, he starts kind of walking around and. Uh, there's this restaurant. I'm not sure they have them anymore. It was called Fuddruckers. And, yeah, I've uh, heard of it. Yeah, I used to take one of my customers there. They have uh, great hamburgers, great fries. But over the years, like as the place got dumber, 
it kept changing to other things to where and it's it, like foot buckers until it finally just became butt fuckers. Yeah. And so he he's walking around. He's just seeing that. He's just there's a kid's birthday party going on in butt fuckers as well when he walked by it. And there's a lady at like a, a Carl's Jr. Um, like vending machine that's like, would you like the big ass fries? <laughs> yeah. And it and it rips her off, and then it uh, like sprays like some kind of banging on it gas in her face, and tells her that she's a, a bad mother and gonna get her kids taken away. This should help you calm down. <laughs> he uh, he's he's like he's not feeling quite right. He thinks maybe he's seeing things that aren't real, so he goes to the the doctor's office and like they make him walk through this machine where they they give him like uh, three things one. Like you hold in your hand, one you put in your mouth, one you put up your butt. Yeah. And of course they get that all mixed up and he sits down with a doctor and the doctor's smoking weed and he's like, doesn't tell him anything. He's like, yeah, oh, you're, you're fucked up, man. Yeah. Just everybody is so stupid. And Dax Shepard just plays the stupidest. God. Yeah. Uh, just blank stares. And, oh my God. And when he, when, when Joe is talking normal, like people bully him. You know, they, they chase him off. Yeah. Um, they, they call him all sorts of. Yeah. Not, not good words. Yeah. It's, it's, um, they say he has like effeminate speech at one point or like feminine sounding speech. So, um, Luke Wilson, Dak Shepard, and, um, and Maya Rudolph, they're, you know, they're like walking out in the desert because they mentioned a time machine. You know, one, they want to go back. And Dak Shepard's like, oh, yeah, this way's to the time machine. Cool. All right. Obviously, too simple. And they they crest this hill, and oh my god, the biggest like it is so large. It stretches so far and into the dust bowls like storm. It is the most gigantic Costco ever. And they go in and they're talking and they're like, Where, "Where's this thing?" And he's like, "We still got like an hour that way." While they're already in Costco, yeah. And the shelves have like dominoed on top of each other. People are driving cars in there. There's like a seagull that flies by when they first walk in. It was like it would have been bigger than the than the Death Star if it was floating out in space. That will be a thing. When, Except they didn't need a card. They didn't need a membership card. That won't be a thing. Right. But the guy when they walk in is like, Welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> yeah. So like, great. I, I love that the there's the Carl Juniors and they're like, Welcome to Carl's Jr. Fuck you. That's like saying dumb shit. And I also love that these restaurants wanted in on this movie. You know, they they can't just use Carl Jr.'s or Costco or these name brand things. They're like, yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, put Fuddruckers in there. You know, like, I, I think that that's great, too. But obviously, Time Machine, way too good to be true. And it ends up being like this whole ride where you're just sitting in this thing and it's just slowly taking you through a history lesson, basically, where Charlie Chaplin and the Nazi party were taken over in the 40s, um, which I thought that was hilarious. And then the UN, you know, the UN came in. The UN. Like, they un, called you know, it the UN. They un-Nazied the world. And there's like T-Rexes. <laughs> like no. there's a T-Rex with the Nazi flag on it and a T-Rex with the US flag and they're <laughs> facing off. And... Yes, that means that there's a fucking whole amusement park in their fucking Costco, which that's great too. I I, I want to know how long <laughs> that like the Costco is, how long it would take to walk it. It was like the size of Rhode Island. I feel like it would be foggy in there and like cold and humid. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But I could I could see that one day, and I would go. Yeah, imagine fuck yeah, all I would the go. samples in mm-hmm. there. Oh no shit! You would just want to. 
it'd be a bitch parking on one side and then you got to go to the other. But you, wait, they were driving inside. No, never mind. Yeah, cool. Kind of streamlines the whole thing. Yeah, they had a fucking um, public transportation in there too. They had a fucking subway or whatever, yeah, a train that, that went in there. Yeah. I, I, I want to talk so much about all the little things in this movie that, that I love. Like when he escaped from jail, they had these two machine guns that started shooting at him and then they turned and shot each other. Or the way he escaped from jail. He was in a line going in, and he's like, "Hey, I'm I'm supposed to be getting out," and they're like, "Dumbass, you're in the wrong line. Go in that one." Everybody Ugh. was so fucking stupid. The clothes they wore—they were made out of like satin, like shiny, and they were all advertised. It was just ad. Yeah, they bought out every inch of every piece of clothing. And when he became the uh, Secretary of Interior, just the rest of the cabinet. They were just Ugh, so dumb. ridiculously they had these stupid. Big chains on too. <laughs> but the president was awesome. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about him here in a minute. I don't, I want to talk about so many things in this movie, but we don't have fucking time. So let's just get it's into fair possible. Um, it, it it is hard. There's a lot of favorite parts. A lot of them are smaller little ones. Like we talked about the lady at the Carl Junior's kiosk. That was fucking hilarious. Um. I, I guess I, I really liked when he went into the monster rally thing for... The rehabilitation? Yeah, rehabilitation. He's like, oh, one day of rehabilitation? That's perfect. No, it's not perfect. It's getting run over and squished and flamethrowered and stuff. And that was funny. And then how easily he outsmarted everyone. And I guess I, I really liked also at the presidential speeches. You know, yes. He had... M the president, Terry Crews, had an M249... And he's just shooting it in the air when people are talking shit. And other people have guns in the crowd shooting that in the air. That was ridiculous because that is so far away from what it would be now. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to narrow it down. And I won't just sit here and name off a billion. So let's see what you got. I don't think I can narrow it down either. There was just one thing after another, after another, after another. There wasn't one great thing. It was just all yeah, just kind of all great. Yeah. It was just a, a it was steady a consistent consistently good movie. Yeah, he's doing the uh I liked it when he was uh, taking the the IQ test and he's just sitting there and there's just all these other people to to his side and there was just like a really ridiculous question. He was like he answered it right. It and was then, if you have a gallon or a bucket with two gallons of water in it and another bucket with this many gallons, how many buckets do you have? And he's like, two? And then he, he's looking to his left and his right, and there, there's guys who are trying to put like a, a round peg into a triangle hole, and they think he's trying to cheat, and so they're trying to, yeah. trying to hide it. That was great. <sighs> Almost going to prison was great. The doctor was great. Um, this movie could have been really bad. You know, that's another impressive thing about it, is that they pulled it off without it being ridiculous. It was ridiculous, but without it being shitty or like corny. This movie was executed perfectly you know like th this movie is one that i think would be very easy to fuck up and make a fucking 12 on rotten tomatoes zero out of 10 this shit was not funny they tried to be funny but they overdid it and did a bad job what i'm really just trying to say is they did a great job this would have been extraordinarily easy to fuck up and make a corny terrible movie that you click off 10 minutes in, you know, like a Saturday the 14th kind of thing, Jeez. you know, cause it's, it's a corny, shitty, stupid movie, but it worked Yeah, and they did everything right. Hey, Mike judge, man. Yeah. He, he is what, a genius. What does he do wrong? 
So one thing about the rehabilitation, it was basically like a, a gladiator arena, like an yeah. indoor arena where they send the criminal to get pulverized in, in some way, shape, or form. Lethal injection is one, too scientific, and two, very boring. People <laughs> today would watch that. I would probably tune in for certain I, I people. I would absolutely watch that. If they yeah. ended up being sentenced to death. Public executions shouldn't have necessarily stopped, in my opinion. One, it's good for the economy. You can charge people to watch it. And guess what? Lots of people have opinions, and especially about people who are dying. You know, who's not going to want to watch something like that sometimes? And, you know, it, you could be creative. It can be kind of fun, which is, like, really bad. <laughs> it looks really bad, very dystopian. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, it used to be, oh, t in the town square, you got a guillotine, the guy's head gets chopped off. That's a little rough. You know, it doesn't have to be that. I mean, someone getting squished by a monster truck is graphic, but at the same time, not not really, because the tire's real big, it kind of hides a lot of it, but then once the truck keeps driving, and then you get to see the bug splat, you know? Well, yeah, somebody ran over the first guy with basically a, a wood chipper on wheels, <laughs> yeah. or a lawnmower, it all spit out the side. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think... I could watch that easy. I think, depending on who it is and what they did, and how they were going to kill that person, I might tune in as well. Imagine like how on American Idol, when they used to be like, text this number who you want, who you're voting for, you know, what's America's vote? Imagine they had a bar graph and, you know, they would, as soon as this person is being announced to be receiving execution via rehabilitation, there would be like 50 ways and the voting begins, like 50 ways that they get killed. And and the very night of it, you know, they're chained up in the middle of the thing, and, and the crowd is watching. There's only five choices left. It's like, okay, America, do your thing. Call 999-246 and, you know, vote lawnmower or mega microwave, you know. it's Grizzly you, bears. You see the bars, you know, like. They're kind of fighting. And you see, see all the numbers uh -huh. rising, and it's like, oh. Looks like it's going to be Meat Cleaver Supreme. And it's, oh, yeah! You know, and then people are betting on it. You know, that's huge. That's a huge economic boom. And, you know, sex sells, so does this. This also sells. I mean, not as much as sex, but, you know, it sells a lot. Speaking of sex, every guy in this was just ridiculously <laughs> horny all the time. I like money. Mm. I like sex. You like money and sex, too? We should hang out. All right. Bucket of chicken? Dax Shepard. Easy. Really? No one else in this movie deserves it more than he does. The noises he made, the facial expressions, the mannerisms, everything about him. You know, if you hadn't seen him talk in real life or be in another movie, it would be... He's well-spoken. He's a normal person, you know? He's got a really good podcast. And he's like a very nice guy. But just the way he talked and everything, just... yeah. How he talked, facial expressions, delivery, how he walked, every last thing about him was perfect. He was uh, watching the Masturbation Network when, um, not well, God, I got I to gotta tell it real quick. So Luke Wilson's character doesn't have the fucking UPC code on his arm. And like, that's highly illegal. Yeah. So they track him down 
And they take him to this tattoo machine that's just fucking disgusting looking. Has a bunch of like sewage drip out and, of and it. They, and they make him stick his arm in there. And while they're asking him what his what his name is or something, and and I don't remember what what made him say it, but he's like not sure. So his name ends up being not sure. Mm-hmm. And so he ends up going to to jail and breaking out. And then when he goes back to Dak Shepard's place, and which was his lawyer, yeah, who basically got him no thrown hope. in jail on purpose. Yeah. And he's so, like, objection. I object that this guy broke my house. Because when the trash avalanche happened with the coffin on it, shattered Dak Shepard's window. He's like, I, I don't like this guy. It's like, you're my lawyer, dude. So he's escaped from jail. He goes back to Dak Shepard's house and he's just banging on the door and he's watching the masturbation network and he's like, go away, baiting. Yeah. Go away, I'm baiting. Eating a tub of melted butter on a shitter recliner. That also is a fucking camelback. It has like a straw in it. <laughs> yeah. And I, now that I think about it, all of those things like separate, well, the toilet attachment and the camelback, you know, separately, eh, not I know. Together, absolutely not. You know, I don't want to be drinking from the wrong liquid reservoir, you know? Yeah, he he was great. Mm-hmm. Um he was so dumb. What what was his what was his name? His name was uh Frito. Vendejo or yeah, Vendejo or yeah, whatever. Free, they call him, yeah, Frito. Yeah, I'm going to give mine, uh, you know, I mean, Mike Judge deserves it also because you he just got done talking most. about how he made it really, really well, how this movie should have and probably could have easily been just a complete piece of shit. Yes. But he, it he pulled it off. It could have been so unfunny, so bad. I got to give my bucket of chicken, though, to uh, President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho, yep. played by Terry Crews. I love he the hair. He was fantastic. Just fantastic. He was like, uh, I think they said that. So buff. Yeah, he was an ex-wrestler. Like won so many eight-time mm-hmm. wrestling SmackDown champ or something. And and he was a pretty smart dude. And Yeah. And he always wore the most patriotic outfits, too. The sleeveless, red, white, and blue mm-hmm. all over. Yeah. Just like Jack <laughs> said, had a fucking machine gun as he's given his like State of the Union and they're having a parade, and he's on this fucking motorcycle. And uh, give me a beer. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. drinks part of a beer, and he's like, "Shit!" And he just throws it on the ground. What's more American than that? He was and drunk driving, wearing great. red, white, and blue. I mean, hot dog and apple pies and <laughs> other things. I'm pretty sure that's not. I mean, that's that's you know that is American because yeah. other places aren't doing it <laughs> except for maybe Chile, which has a red, white, and blue flag. Also, yeah, there's a Puerto Rico. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But that sounds about right. But uh, yeah, man, Terry Crews, he was fantastic. And and let's be real, if he were in the matchup between Trump and Biden right now, I, I, might, Terry ha- Cruz. I might have to lean. Yeah, Terry Crews 2024. I might have to lean uh, President Camacho. Because he, I really, I, fuck, I'm not going to get into that bullshit. Yeah. It's just, how do we have the same two fucking people running again? Fuck that. Go away. Both of you fucking go away. And he he Jeez. easily wins the hair contest as well. Fuck yeah. I always love to see, you know, there's an actor that, imagine Jason Statham had hair in a movie. It's like, okay, wait, what? You know, it's jarring. Terry Crews is shiny bald. He's not just buzz cut. He's bald. In this movie, he has hair down to his shoulders that is so straight. It's like perfectly straightened and it's shaking around because he's so aggressive. I, I always love that shit too. He's fantastic. Uh, I guess set design could also be like up for a bucket of chicken. They did a great job 
of making the place just ridiculous. It, yeah. it, it was fucking awesome. Everything looked it was amazing. And the the White House gates had the <laughs> the like Playboy like pinup girl, is that what it's called? You see mud, mud flap girls. Yeah, when it's like just the outline mm-hmm. of the, the sexy lady with her legs out. Yeah, that was the gates. They had a fucking above the ground <laughs> pool on the lawn in front of the White House. There's a bunch of trash and lawn it, it chairs. Was fucked. It was the rusty White House. It was uh it was so great. Yeah, I loved it. Uh all right, score time. I'm going to have to give it 100. There's nothing like it. I, I, I didn't plan to give it a 100 at first, but talking about it and thinking about it, this is truly a one-of-a-kind movie, mm-hmm. and the fact that it was done as well as it was, that's a, that's a big hitter right there. This totally could have been so bad, so cringily unfunny, but it wasn't. Nothing was over the top. Everything, and but it all was over the top at the same time, but it was believable. It's like, okay, perfect. You know, it, it was funny. Everyone was casted very, very well, perfectly. We haven't talked enough about Maya Rudolph, man. She, she was, was awesome. Uh, phenomenal. Yes, everyone, there, there's too much to talk about for there, this movie. There really is, and it, and it hurts my soul that I you're going to be editing it being like, damn, I should have talked about uh, this. Yeah, but I that I couldn't get into all the funny stuff. If you have not seen this movie, you go fucking to. watch this movie. It it's was hilarious like from beginning off. to end. It was a dollar off on Prime. It was two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Maybe it won't be by the time this yeah. episode comes out, but it, it is worth the watch. Great movie. No complaints. And, and it's also a rarity on the show, I feel like, for there to be a movie that, one, that we really want to talk about a whole lot, and two... That we literally could not fit everything oh, no. we wanted to talk or about. Or do it justice. Yeah, this Or do movie, it justice. It, it, it is awesome. Yeah. Hey, make it a Christmas Day tradition. You know, you're done with presents by now. You know. You've seen Elf like 85 times. Sit down with the fam and uh, put on Idiocracy as soon as this uh, episode is over. And I don't think, I don't really, I think this could have been PG-13. There weren't that, well, besides, there was, it was very sexual. Never mind. Like the hand job Starbucks, well, and then there's okay. H&R Block, where you can get an adult whatever. An adult tax return. And then there was like a, a an adult KFC or something, and it's like where you get an adult bucket of chicken or whatever hey. with a, a full ending or something yeah, like that. Yeah, full release. Yeah, it's it like said. E- everywhere was for men to go and get some. That was probably the most unchild safe. I don't remember a whole lot of bad words. This movie's you could show your kids this. This movie is absolutely not a 100, but uh, I'm going to give it a 100 because that it's says fucking how it awesome. Is. It's the, fucking awesome. Now you know what it's like to be me and loving Road Trip. I mean. Because obviously this breaks Vince's score criteria it of does. how it works. Yeah, it does. And, uh, and how do you feel? You don't, you're not. I'm fine with you it. You don't feel poisoned. There's not a red dot on your head. You know, the snipers are like, oh, we got to take them out. You're liberated. You, I, I know you're never going to do some shit like this again, but you've been liberated. I didn't know that I was going to give it 100. I knew I'd give it somewhere in the 90s, but just it's a great movie from beginning to end. I love it. You can easily insert yourself into it, too. Yes, the, you can. Hey, I'm supposed to be getting out of prison. I'm in the wrong line. Okay. And you're like, damn, you know, I could get used to this shit. Or Maya Rudolph, too. There's a guy who's like, damn, mama, like, I, I want to bang you or whatever. And she's like, can you wait a day? And he's like, I could wait two days. And she's like, well, I charge by the hour. And he has a ton of cash. So he's standing, like, following her for multiple days, giving her cash mm-hmm. every hour. 
And he's like, you know, when am I going to, you know, get some? And she's like, can you come back tomorrow? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And he's going to keep paying her. Like, it's the manipulation that's off the charts. So would you want to go fast forward in the future and you're the smartest person by far? Would, would you want to, would you want to try that? <sighs> it's, I mean, we're going to have to get further into this on the, the new show. Okay. Because I could talk about this a long time. Okay. Short answer, no. It's like saying, do you want to be immortal? No, short answer. Uh, long answer would be more like, you know, if, if, am I trying it? Can I come back? You know, like I do this for a week and just have fun, like a simulation? Sure. But, you know, not sure Luke Wilson from this movie. He has no family. He has no friends. No one's asking. That's why they choose him. He's the most average guy. Parents are dead. Nobody. So they can do that for him. And they couldn't find a female soldier to do it. And so they found Maya Rudolph, who is a prostitute. And she agreed to do it for some money and a pardon from yeah. all of her charges. And so it's like, you know, if I had some kind of crappy life you know, where I'm working under a pimp or I have literally nobody in my life. I'm the most unremarkable, you know, it's like, sure, fuck it. But I, I have people I care about. I, and I don't want to, I want to sit and play games, you know, I, you know, do college stuff. I don't want to be secretary of interior and run away from monster trucks. You know, I'm, I'm an introvert. I don't want to talk to people. I want, I want to sit here and live a non-active life. And I'm fine with that right now. But you basically, because of your smarts. Oh, I mean, it would be awesome. You, I'm not denying you that. You would have a cult following. You that's, know, uh, that's you why could I'm have saying, anybody do anything at any time for you. I, I know, I know. I just, that's why I said, new show. I This could get talked about forever. This is already gone long. It would be a shame to talk about this forever. And, okay. you know, we said we don't have room for everything else. Upcoming but Father and Son Unfiltered. Obvious answer for most people would be no, just because you'd be leaving behind too much. But yeah, but but he went. It from would be fucking fun. Almost, it would be awesome. Almost prisoner to saving the United States to vice president. And how many days was this? Like four? Uh, they gave four him. Five? They gave him a week for the water to sprinkle to irrigate. But they didn't even give him the week because yeah. Brondo got pissed off. That's true. Yeah, a couple days. Yeah, he went. Yeah, went from a nobody. Yeah, all the way to president because he, well, yeah. he took over uh -huh. the presidency. A wife, you know, like, I mean, that was later, I guess, that he had the wife and kids, but he got everything out of it, you mm -hmm. know, went mm -hmm. from nothing to a whole lot. Yeah. And you were talking about the pimp earlier. An another, Yeah. But another just hilarious part. Weird as fuck. Was you got this uh, soldier who's spearheading the thing and he's telling all these generals what it's going to be like. And he's talking about how he he got. That was um, probably my favorite part of the movie. The, the prostitute. Damn. He's like, I, in order to, uh, to, to get her away from the pimp, I had to uh, integrate myself into his lifestyle and earn his trust. And he, and he puts up this picture <laughs> of him. He's like the whitest looking guy ever, uh -huh. too. He looks like such a loser. He puts up a picture on the slideshow of just him, like a couple of him and the pimp, and, and the guys are like, come on, Fred, or whatever. I, we don't need to see He's this. He's like posing like peace signs, uh -huh. bottles of alcohol, like hot, he, hot girls. He does not fit into the picture at all. It is, it's hilarious. But he's living the life, and they're, they're like, no, I don't want to see this. But he's got like 20 more slides that he goes yeah. through real quick. The higher-ups in the dark room with the projector, uh -huh. they're at the long desk, and he's so got great. the clicker. It's just it's very embarrassing. And then later on, he's uh, 
<laughs> he's uh, the police bust in his office and he's got like a gold tooth. He's looking at himself in the mirror and, and turns out that he's opened up his own prostitution ring. So that's why little- the whole the whole base gets bulldozed, then they get forgotten about in their freezing chambers. Boom, twenty five oh five. But just little things like that that I keep remembering, and there's but they man, there's, they pop back 40 in forty or fifty more of little awesome things like that, which just you know, and you, an you hour put them and all together. minutes. You put them all together. This movie's short. Yeah, and it's just a great movie. It's just a great it, fucking it's movie. Jam packed. I love this movie. Full of goodness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, you got anything else? I don't. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 213 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. Oh, wait a minute. No, we're not. If you'd like to keep up with us, remember our Instagram changed. It's now Vince and Jack Official. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's V and J Official. And uh, you can go to our website, which is moviemuggin.com. It's vincentjack.com. It's also fatherandsonunfiltered.com. They all, yeah, just, they all same go place. to the same place. All right, so the very next time that you're going to hear these voices is going to be a father and son unfiltered episode because that's that's what's coming up next. So what I'll probably do, since you probably can't find us on iTunes or Spotify yet because we haven't put anything out, I'll probably just release like a little snippet on Movie Muggin and um, to where they can get a little taste of it and then tell them where to go to- Serves uh, as a nice yeah, announcement. Yeah. We're to, to, yeah. Hey, head over there and listen to our show. And maybe I'll do that for a little while until people can kind of kind of find us. I'm um, sure you'll announce it on social media too. Yeah, but I mean, not everybody follows us on well, social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. So we're really excited about it. Hope you're excited too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Um, yeah, man. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Merry, Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to us on Christmas. Happy I'm, holidays. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you are. Jeez. Yeah. But it's um it's Christmas time because it's uh, right now it's Christmas Eve and, and the Beach uh, Boys as, as didn't sing about this. anything else. Any other holiday. Well, the Beach Boys Hanukkah comes this time each year. It you know it just doesn't. Yeah, but the Beach Boys did let us know that Christmas comes this time each year. Yeah, they without that song wouldn't I wouldn't, wouldn't have know. any idea. Wouldn't know. Beach Boys are greatness though. Love the fucking Beach Boys. But yeah. Happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, whatever. What what is the other one? There's one that sounds weird. Festivus. Yeah, that one. What is that? Is that like Scientology? Um, no, it's uh, it's something. Yeah, odd, it it uh, started way way back. I think it was invented by a guy named Frank Costanza. Oh, and, I've heard uh, he's a weird ass musician dude with the mustache, right? No, it's Frank Zappa. But, but close. <laughs> but close. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of Franks. Hey, the Gen Xers know what I'm talking about. You don't, and that's okay. So uh <laughs> happy holidays, everybody. We love you. And uh you have yourself a merry moving mugging day. See ya. Namina mina. Eh eh, waka waka eh eh.